I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Hello, and welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody White, your professional and strategic coach, helping you get everything you want in your life that is spectacular. I'm here with Charles Reed, and how are you doing, Charles? Jody, I'm doing very well today. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. My pleasure. Charles is a certified public accountant, UX tax court practitioner, member of the IRS Service Advisory Council, and the founder of Get Payroll. Charles's companies have provided full-service payroll services, payroll tax services, and other payroll-related services since 1991. Charles Reed is an accomplished senior executive and entrepreneur with more than 50 years of financial leadership experience in a broad range of industries and authors. An author of four books, the latest one being The Payroll Book, A Guide for Small Businesses and Startups. You can visit getpayroll.com or thepayrollbook.com for more information about Charles. All right, Charles, boy, I'm going to say what area of taxes and payroll are you not comfortable in? (laughs) Well, pretty much. It's been my life for most of the last 50 years. My, I have an MBA, but it's really a master's in taxation. I just structured it so I got the MBA degree. So I've been doing taxes since, you know, I graduated in 1976. My goodness. My MBA. So it's, it's, it, it, it's been a while. Yeah. Did you always want to be working in taxes? I mean, no, but I'm an analytical person. I've always been very analytical. I mean, I started doing security analysis when I was 14 years old. So moving into accounting just seemed natural once I took a few courses in college and I liked it and I pursued it. I got my degree, uh, went ahead and got my master's, went to work in the industry. Uh, You know, and I just, it's fun to me. I mean, I, I'd much rather do a tax return than mow the lawn. Oh, my goodness. Okay. okay. That, that I wouldn't believe that I'm hearing, but um, we all have our individual strengths and skills, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, um, so you went, you graduated in 76. Were you working for some bigger, larger corporations and then decided to go off on your own? Exactly. I went to work. I've been in the Marine Corps and then went to college later. Uh, didn't start after high school. Uh, was married, had uh, kids. I married a woman with children. Uh, we were married for 45 years before she passed. 
and after college, I went to work for Texas Instruments. Oh and I spent 15, spent 15 years in the corporate world, large corporations, small ones, uh, turnarounds, startups. Uh, my final corporate, almost my final corporate assignment was at JCPenney's where I was an assistant controller. And I got real tired of corporations and corporate life and realized I was never going to run a major corporation. I didn't have the political skills. Mm. I was unwilling to stab people in the back and toss them off the ladder. Oh boy, I was going to say, what did, what did you get tired of in it? And uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm hearing some specific things that that was going on. I was at Penny's and we were moving things around and we needed to terminate some people uh, because we, we couldn't move them. And it is just before Christmas, and the dude says, oh, well, just fire him before Christmas. He could have cared less. Almost went across the table at him. Oh, you you can't God. do this to people, okay? You just can't do this. Ruin, ruin the holidays, uh, you know, a whole, you can't do that. You're a huge corporation. Keeping them on board for two weeks isn't going to matter one whit to you. To them, it's a major deal. So don't do stupid, stupid things like that. So after that, I, I, I found myself a small entrepreneurial operation, bought their original office. They were a franchise and they went belly up a year later and we just changed the name and kept going. So uh, <laughs> we very much enjoyed uh, having our own business together, my wife and I, and I enjoy it now that she's gone. But uh, and, and this I was her. in the in the tax area, the the franchise. It was it was it was a mobile accounting service, oh. and it had a payroll side to it. So we did accounting and taxes for small businesses, and of course did the personal tax for the owners and their kids and their grandkids and their friends. You know, yeah. it's one of those word of mouth things. So uh, a few years later, we quit the mobile aspect of it because technology had caught up. Uh, and we just kept going, and uh, it's now 30-plus years. Goodness. Oh, wonderful. And it sounds like it was so much more rewarding because, you know, you, you knew the people you work with, the people, since it was mobile, um, in the community, I'm assuming. So that is also nice to make an impact where you live, you know, really touching those people's lives. Very much so, uh, you know, and with, with accounting, with tax, with payroll, uh, you're in their pocketbook all the time. They become friends. I have clients that have been with me 30 years. I have clients where I take care of the kids who've inherited the business, mm. okay? You know, these, these people are friends now. So it's, it's, it's much more satisfying than, than being a controller of a, of a Fortune 500 company. I mean, that's you're dealing with masses of people and, and no connection and whatever. Now, I will say this. We've gotten big enough that I don't know all of my clients anymore. Uh, my staff doesn't let me do payroll anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want you for bigger and brighter things, Charlie. I, I, solve, I solve the tax problems. I'm the IRS interface. 
I'm the tax court guy. Mm. I'm the guy that picks up the phone and calls the IRS agent and says, you can't do this. <laughs> and, and, here, and here's the regulations that you have in your file that you have to follow that you're not following. Mm. So that's, so you're that's the, you're the bulldog. You're the bulldog. The heavy. You're the exactly. heavy. And, and you know, we need, every business needs somebody like you to work out these challenges because um, there, there are so many mistakes in, in my experience that the IRS has made. And it is, it is just impossible getting somebody on the phone to correct those mistakes as a consumer. It, it is very difficult. Now, most of the people at the IRS are nice people. I've dealt with them. I was on the advisory council. I was in DC five times a year meeting with them. They're mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters. For the most part, they're nice people. There are a few, you know, but they're few and far between. But it's 100,000 people. They're civil servants. There's no profit motive. So they're not as motivated as we are in business in the same way. They're dedicated, but they're not motivated the same way. And they're dealing with technology someplace, sometimes that goes back to the 1960s. My word. And they're dealing with constant changing regulations. They don't have the budget they would like for all the training and experience. And they tend to stay there forever. And, you know, they get moved from job to job and they don't develop 30 years of experience in that job, they're moved to another one and they're promoted and they bring in newbies that don't know anything and haven't learned. And it's the problem of any 100,000 person firm is getting good people and getting them in place and getting them trained and they have problems. So there's a lot of mistakes, billions and billions of dollars. Goodness. Now, Charles, how do you keep up on the regulations? How many hours per month or even per year to keep up on the many changing regulations in the tax world? Well, I get, first of all, I don't do all of it. There's areas that I just, no, if you've got a problem in that area, I'm going to recommend you to an expert. You can't do it all. The, 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 the breadth of of tax regulation is too broad for any one person to know everything. So there's certain areas I don't do. But in employment tax, which is my specialty, I get several uh, newsletters a week from the Internal Revenue Service. I get several uh, journals, trade journals, Journal of Taxation, Journal of Accountancy. I get uh, a report from the tax court. Uh, literally weekly, and I get cases that I review almost daily of tax law cases that go on. So I probably spend, oh, hundreds of hours a year uh, keeping up with the changes. And periodically, I get surprised anyway. <laughs> Things come out of nowhere. But you know, I, I, I've read the IRS manuals, uh, and I try to keep up with the changes on those because that's what the agents and the officers are required to follow. And, and it's it's just, but every time Congress meets, things change. Oh, goodness. goodness. 75, 
75% of all federal revenue comes through. Comes through what? I missed that. 75% of all U.S. federal revenue comes through payroll systems. Goodness. Okay. Mm. You don't, you don't, people don't realize that, but withholding and taxes that are all done through payroll is the vast majority of federal revenue. So every time they want to change federal revenue, they change payroll. Ah, goodness. Ah, now it's it's amazing that you are keeping up with you know hundreds of thousands of hours a year, hundred. Um, what got you uh, interested in writing books? And your latest one is Get Payroll, but. Um, Tell me more about that. I get questions all the time, all the time, from clients, from strangers, uh, through the email and so on. And there was nothing out there for people to look at, to reference, to research. The only comparable thing is the payroll source from the American Payroll Association, which is designed to train payroll professionals. And it's $600. This design is a training course. So I said, no, I'll write something. <laughs> Two years later, <laughs> major task. But it amounts to, uh, this is the book, the payroll book, a guide for small businesses and startups. Uh, it's designed for small businesses and startups. Uh, it's 30 years of wisdom distilled down to 95,000 words. <laughs> Wiley uh, published it. Lovely. Uh, Wiley is one of the major publishing houses. And they, they made it a much better book than I would have made by myself. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, few wishes, I don't make near as much money as I would have had I self-published. But that's not the point of the book. Anyway, the point of the book is to, it's a marketing tool for our company. It's my, you know, uh, my business card now. I hand it out all the time. Uh, because it'll explain payroll and explain a lot of the things that go on. But when you, somebody looks at it and says, oh, this is, this is just way too much. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to deal with all this. My phone number is in the book. <laughs> Great sales tool. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. Yeah, overwhelm them and then give them a solution, right? <laughs> Wow, that's for a great it, <clears throat> it makes for a great reference book. Sure. And beyond that, it is an absolute cure for insomnia. If you're having <laughs> problems going to sleep, pick it up off your nightstand and turn any page and you go to sleep. Oh, I am sure there are individuals out there who are running a payroll department or are just have been given payroll to do that want to understand that I'm kind of a nuts and bolts person myself. And I don't have to read the whole book, but there are parts of it I would want information about. For your listeners, Jody, if they will go to the payrollbook.com and enter the discount code podcast, we will send them a free book. My goodness. Okay, great. No shipping, no handling, nothing. We'll send them one because if they're interested enough in it to order the book, they're a potential client. So please. What a great marketing. And that is the payrollbook.com. 
Yep. And Enter in the Code podcast. Yes, ma'am. That is super generous of you. Well, um, you know, I'm curious also just for small businesses, and we're not talking now talking in taxation in general, not necessarily payroll taxes. What would what few tips could you give people who are running a small business and trying to not overpay the IRS or trying to smartly pay the IRS? Well, the first thing I recommend is that that you understand your accounting systems and what they mean and what that data tells you. That's the first thing. And if you don't, if you're not an expert at it, use a good local CPA who you can work with and, 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 and is friendly. Um, but beyond that, accuracy is, is the most important thing. The biggest source of IRS penalties by far is arithmetic mistakes. Okay, that's the first thing. Interesting. And the next thing is to know what you have to file and to file it. Because if you don't know, you won't complete it and you won't file it and you won't file it timely. Well, not filing and not filing timely are additional penalties. Then know what you have to pay and pay it on time. Because not paying the right amount and paying late are the next set of major penalties. Mm. So understand your data, understand your responsibilities under tax law and live up to them. You may not like it, but there's no reason to incur penalties just because you say, I'm not gonna pay this on time because I don't like the IRS. They're gonna get all the money and by not paying it on time or not doing it correctly, they're gonna get more of your money. So yeah, you may not like it. <clears throat> you may think it's wrong. You may think it's not legal, but they are gonna collect it one way or the other and you are gonna pay it. And if you don't go along with the system, it's gonna cost you big time. Mm -hmm. That's That's great advice. You might as well uh, pull the Band-Aid off, you know, and pay on time and get it in because it, it won't go away. That's and the, the, ne the next thing is when you get a notice from the IRS, answer it. If okay. you get the same notice two weeks later, answer it again, even if it's just a copy of your first letter marked second copy. Respond to everything. There are deadlines. There are drop dead dates. And if you don't respond, you may lose appeal rights. You may lose options. So never ignore them. Never just put it on the shelf and say, I'll get to it. Get to it and get to it now and respond. And then if they're wrong, ask for an abatement and appeal, 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 appeal. There's a whole series of appeals. And it's like sales. It's a whole series of no's followed by a single yes. <laughs> Working up the ladder, you take advantage of all the appeals rights and the options. You, you file a 12-153 uh, for a due process hearing, or you even file a petition with tax court, which costs you $60. Get you a whole nother bite at the apple. 
in most tax court cases are settled. 95% of them are settled before court. So your chances of getting a settlement by spending the $60 on a petition, chances are 19 and 20 of getting a settlement. So that's a good deal, okay? So always appeal, never just give in. Now, if it's $10, just write the check, okay? Don't fight it. it, it Discretion is the better part of valor. It's not worth the principle of the thing. Give them the $10 and just chalk it up for experience. Right, right. But what I'm hearing is be persistent in these appeals. You get a no, you keep at it. You get another no, you keep at it. Um, and potentially things will get settled, but just don't give up on the first no. In, in all probability, at some point, you will get a settlement offer for less than the full amount. And then you have to make a choice of whether that settlement's worth it or you want to continue to fight what you feel is an error. That's a decision you'll have to make, um, but you will get a settlement at some point in all probability. That, that's great. I didn't realize that the IRS is, can be flexible. Um, I always believe them to be a, a very inflexible institute. On the first level, they don't have any options. They don't have the authority uh, to make settlements. It's only at higher levels because there, there's, there's collectability, there is hazards of litigation. There are other reasons why the IRS will settle one of the things is if you have something that they don't want to take to court because it would set a precedent, they will almost always settle or give in rather than get a court case that goes against them. So yeah, at, at higher levels of appeals, they have the authority to say, okay, I'll tell you what, we're, we're arguing about this. Uh, I'll go for half. That happens all the time. Sometimes I accept it. Sometimes I go, no. You don't get anything. We're going to take this to tax court if need be, okay? And but that's that's a decision you have to make. And then hopefully, if it's a large sum, make it with counsel uh, and look at it and make a determination whether it makes sense or not. Uh, sometimes you just knock it up and do it. Other times, uh, the principle may be worth it, but that's a personal choice. But do it with with always appeal as far as you can and. Once you get up there, you just may need some professional advice if it's large enough. Right. Well, excellent advice because, um, you know, I've known a number of people who just hear IRS and they just, you know, turn their back <laughs> or they, curse, yeah. you know, or they, they, they just pay whatever comes their way, even though they don't agree with it. So this is great advice. It's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, um, Charles, um, I want you to tell, again, our listeners how they can find you, get more information about you, and how to get that complimentary book. Well, Get Payroll uh, is where we're at on the web. we got a nice, fancy website. My email is cjr at getpayroll.com. And if it's something they really want to talk to me about, 972-353-0000 is my phone number. 
they can get the book at thepayrollbook.com. Discount code podcast. We'll ship them a complimentary book free of charge. Wonderful. Great. Well, it has been a pleasure speaking to you today and getting getting these great tips. I, I just feel like I've got the insider story on how to beat the IRS. <laughs> you being the insider who has a lot of experience. And I just really want to thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be on this podcast. Jody, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Great. All right. You take care. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com. Dot com.